welcome everyone to Understanding the I Am That Is You podcast. Yay! Hey everybody, it's your girl Wynn Ruffin, and I pray all is well with everyone, and your hearts and minds are full of love, joy, and compassion for all your brothers and sisters in spirit. And though it may not be as happy a time for some, as it is for others. Still, I pray for everyone, a loving and harmonious Christmas. And amidst all of our holiday activities, whatever they may be, let us keep in the forefront of our minds the reason for the season. And remember that loving harmony starts with the individual. For the spirit of the living God that dwells in our beloved Jesus is the same spirit of the living God, the almighty I am, that dwells within all of us. Amen. Give thanks and praises for love and light. Have a Merry Christmas, and y'all be loved. I wish to convey my unfolding love as a gift to each of the beloved students, for love is the greatest gift that can be given. Beloved Saint Germain There is no one single step so vitally important as getting before mankind, the knowledge of the I Am, their source of life, and its transcendent power which can be brought into the conscious use of the individual. Within three years it will be amazing how this simple, yet all-powerful truth will have spread among humanity, for all who will think upon it, practice its presence, and consciously direct its energy through the power of divine love, will find a new world of peace, love, health and prosperity open to them. Those who understand applying the knowledge of the I am need never, never be beset by in harmony or disturbance in their homes, worlds, or activities, for it is only by a lack of acknowledgement and acceptance of the full power of this mighty presence, that individuals allow human concepts and creations to disturb them. The student should constantly look within his human self and see what habits or creations are there that need to be plucked out and disposed of, for only by refusing to any longer allow habits of judging, condemning and criticizing to exist, can he be free. The true activity of the student is only to perfect his own world, and he cannot do it as long as he sees imperfection in the world of another of God's children. You have been given marvelous statements to harmoniously govern your life and world. Apply them with determination, and you will succeed. Another correction many of you wish me to make is this, I did not say on the cross, Father, why hast thou forsaken me? But I did say, Father, how thou hast glorified me, and I did receive into the glories with me, the brother who was on my right on the cross. There are a number of these beloved students whom I knew personally at the time of the crucifixion, and in giving this message forth to them, I feel like talking to old friends, for in that great ascended presence, centuries are but an incident, and only as we come into contact with human events is their cognizance of time. Beloved students who are so earnestly seeking the light, try to feel yourselves held in my loving embrace. Try to feel yourselves clothed in that light, dazzling as the noonday sun. So, anchor within your consciousness the feeling of your ability to make the ascension, that each day brings you closer and closer to the fullness of its realization. Cut loose all the things of earth that bind you. Know that in the love, wisdom, and power which you accept from your mighty I Am Presence, is the power that does this transcendent service. 
Always remind yourselves that God in you is your certain victory. The I am presence which beats your heart is the light of God that never fails, and that your power, by the acceptance of this presence, to lose its energy and direct it, is limitless. It is my great joy and privilege to continue in association with my beloved brother, Saint Germain, in pouring forth through my conscious radiation a definite assistance to the students who can accept the instruction of Saint Germain. Do not misunderstand me, I am pouring out to all mankind, but in this radiation to the students, I am privileged to give a special service. With my love, I unfold you. With my light, I clothe you. With my energy, I sustain you, that you may go forth dauntless in your quest for happiness and the perfecting of yourselves and your world. I trust this will bring a radiation that you may feel it will throughout the year, and that your attainment may bring you boundless joy. I am the enlightening, revealing presence, manifest with full power. Beloved Jesus the Christ. Isis Unveiled, Chapter 14 Upon the testimony of the ancients, corroborated by modern discoveries, we know that there were numerous catacombs in Egypt and Chaldea, some of them of a very vast extent. The most renowned of them were the subterranean crypts of Thebes and Memphis. The former, beginning on the western side of the Nile, extended toward the Libyan desert, and were known as the Serpent's Catacombs, or Passages. It was there that were performed the sacred mysteries of the Kuklo's Annex, the unavoidable cycle, more generally known as the circle of necessity, the inexorable doom imposed upon every soul after the bodily death, and when it had been judged in the Amenthian region. In de Borbork's book, Bodin, the Mexican demigod, in narrating his expedition, describes a subterranean passage, which ran underground, and terminated at the root of the heavens, adding that this passage was a snake's hole, an agujero de culebra, and that he was admitted to it because he was himself a son of the snakes, or a serpent. This is, indeed, very suggestive, for his description of the snake's hole is that of the ancient Egyptian crypt, as above mentioned. The Hierophants, moreover, of Egypt, as of Babylon, generally styled themselves the sons of the serpent god, or sons of the dragon, not because, as De Musos would have his readers believe, they were the progeny of Satan Incubus, the old serpent of Eden, but because, in the mysteries, the serpent was the symbol of wisdom and immortality. The Assyrian priest bore always the name of his god, says Movers. The druids of the Celto-Britannic regions also called themselves snakes. I am a serpent, I am a druid, they exclaimed. The Egyptian Karnak is twin brother to the Karnak of Britannia, the latter Karnak meaning the serpent's mount. The Draconcha once covered the surface of the globe, and these temples were sacred to the dragon, only because it was the symbol of the sun, which, in its turn, was the symbol of the highest god, the Phoenician Elon or Elian, whom Abraham recognized as El Elian. Besides the surname of serpents, they were called the builders, the architects, for the immense grandeur of their temples and monuments was such, that even now the pulverized remains of them frighten the mathematical calculations of our modern engineers, says Taliesin. H.P. Blavatsky De Borbork hints that the chiefs of the name of Vodun, the Quetzalcoatl, or serpent deity of the Mexicans, are the descendants of Ham and Canaan. I am a hivim, they say. Being a hivim, I am of the great race of the dragon, snake. I am a snake myself, for I am a hivim. 
and Demusos, rejoicing because he believes himself fairly on the serpent's, or rather, devil's trail, hurries to explain, according to the most learned commentators of our sacred books, the Chivim or Hivim, or Hevites, descend from Heth, son of Canaan, son of Ham, the accursed. But modern research has demonstrated, on unimpeachable evidence, that the whole genealogical table of the 10th chapter of Genesis refers to imaginary heroes, and that the closing verses of the 9th are little better than a bit of Chaldean allegory of Sisothris and the mythical flood, compiled and arranged to fit the Noachian frame. But, suppose the descendants of these Canaanites, the accursed, were to resent for once the unmerited outrage? It would be an easy matter for them to reverse the tables, and answer to this fling, based on a fable, by a fact proved by archaeologists and symbologists, namely, that Seth, Adam's third son, and the forefather of all Israel, the ancestor of Noah, and the progenitor of the chosen people, as but Hermes, the god of wisdom, called also Thoth, Tat, Seth, Set, and Satan, and that he was, furthermore, when viewed under his bad aspect, Typhon, the Egyptian Satan, who was also Set. For the Jewish people, whose well-educated men, no more than Philo or Josephus, the historian, regard their mosaic books as otherwise than an allegory, such a discovery amounts to but little. But for Christians, who, like De Musos, very unwisely accept the Bible narratives as literal history, the case stands very different. As far as affiliation goes, we agree with this pious writer, and we feel every day is certain that some of the people of Central America will be traced back to the Phoenicians and the Mosaic Israelites, as we do that the latter will be proved to have as persistently stuck to the same idolatry, if idolatry there is, of the sun and serpent worship, as the Mexicans. H.P. Blavatsky The I Am Discourses, Volume 14 So, in carrying this light of the Ascended Master's instruction of the Mighty I Am Presence, my dear ones, the radiation which comes through the actual words of the Ascended Host is a flame, as well as a substance, and it is also the radiation of the light rays from the flame. And those light rays must penetrate the substance of the brain structure and the energy of the feeling world, which flows into the individual through the heart and through the solar plexus, the stomach. Now, you all know that the energy at the stomach is the first place that feels fear, irritation, distress, anger, depression, or anything that is a discordant feeling. The first place it strikes is the stomach, and this is because the great accumulation of energy there, through the food that is placed in it every day, makes it the target or point of contact for the destructive forces. Now, if you will practice sending your love to the presence, and send your love to the great central sun magnet, and ask it to draw you away from everything that is not its eternal victory of that love, I tell you frankly, precious ones, when you can feel the necessity of teaching all mankind to love the life that is greater than themselves, if they would only pour the love there, they would rise out of their limitations. They have loved their human desires a long while, and they have held their attention on those human desires, and their discord has bound them to the substance of this world. They have created that discord here in this octave, and through that, they bind themselves, and anchor themselves, and hold themselves in their limitations, because they will not give the love there that is the magnetic pull to draw them out of their limitation. So, I tell you, precious ones, the supreme service to life is to teach life that has been bound by mankind's human creation into the substance that is qualified with discord. 
You must teach mankind to love the life from whence they come, the greater life that controls the universe, and make them know that if their love goes there, the love they receive back is infinitely greater, and that love from above is the magnet that draws them out of the conditions that form their distress and limitations in this world. Beloved Elohim Hercules Now, why do you suppose I am thought of in the physical world as a very strong being? Can you imagine? Because the power of the great central sun magnet's love is my keynote to this world, to be the strength of love to draw the attention away from the human discord, and be the power to lift mankind into the realm where love rules all supreme. That is power without limit. Now, you are not supposed to love discord. Not at all. I want this thoroughly understood. But your love to life, to your mighty I am presence, and the mighty I am presence of all life, your love to that life is the action of your free will, is the gift, by your free will and your authority, from this outer self to the greater life of your presence and the ascended host, by which their love, infinitely greater, can come down into your affairs and in and around you, and be the protection and the power that draws your conditions out of the control of destructive forces. Your love to your mighty I am presence and our great octave of life, draws back to you power that you cannot understand until you begin to qualify and know it is the drawing power of the great central sun magnet's love. Then, as you teach yourself through your own experiences, or you allow your own I am presence to reveal to the outer self, through your own release of this love, will you begin to understand what power really is. Beloved Elohim Hercules